0: Hey everyone, welcome to a special bonus episode of Locked On Lakers for a Saturday. Brian Kamenetsky, Andy Kamenetsky. Lakers offense goes bonkers. They pick up a big win over New Orleans. That's next. You are Locked On Lakers. Your daily Los Angeles Lakers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Thanks to everybody for making Locked On Lakers first listen of every day Monday through Friday and obviously sometimes on Saturdays, no matter how or where you get your podcasts. It's always free and never behind a paywall and Locked On Lakers on YouTube is where over 23,000 subscribers are Wondering where this offensive explosion came from, Andy. Even a team that has been playing pretty well offensively over the last few weeks really turned it up on, on uh, Friday night, beating the Pelicans 139 to 132. They scored 87 122. Points. I'm sorry, 122. 139 to 122. Uh, they scored 87 points, Andy, in the first half. So things really cooled off <laughs> down the stretch there. Um 51 points second quarter. 51 points. Um, And this was a night of of balance throughout the starting lineup. All five starters scored more than 20 points. D'Angelo Russell leads the way with 30. Um, They overcame early foul trouble from Anthony Davis. Um, All in all, a very strong night in the first game after the trade deadline when, Andy, everybody thought they
1: gave up on the season. Well, I'll tell you who didn't give up. These guys. Well, tell you who didn't give up, D'Angelo Russell. I I noted after the Nuggets' loss that you could really see how much the Lakers' offense missed D'Lo, both in terms of his production and just any semblance of organization, or Mm -hmm. just looking like you're basically looking like you're doing anything in particular while you're out there, Um, like like they have a plan. Yeah, and D'Lo got super hot early. It was a really good bounce back game for Rui Hachimura, who was dreadful um, against the Nuggets. He had 21 points in this game. Had nine minutes, like in the first seven or eight minutes of the game. You mentioned the 87 point first half. That is the second highest total for a half for a first half in franchise history, uh, going back to a mark. Eighty in 1987, they put up 89 points. Also, the 51 point second quarter ties a franchise record. So again, uh, they were cooking tonight. Frankly, both teams were cooking for a lot of this game. The the F and defense tonight stood for F defense. Yeah, it <laughs> like was, just
0: uh, neither team it, seemed interested. It's Friday night, man. We're out here having we're balling, having some mm-hmm. fun. Um, the the. Look, I mean, I every we should just preface everything we say here with um, when we talk about like looking really good, playing really, we're generally talking about the offense and not the defense, although it got better in the second half. I mean, both teams cooled off considerably, um, in the final 24 minutes as opposed to the first 24, You're probably um,
1: tired from all the scoring,
0: right? And the Lakers held New Orleans to a, a 20.4 to kind of salt this one away. Um, but you just you look around and and at the the numbers: thirty-two assists against seven turnovers. Lakers only turned the ball over once in the first half. Um, and this is another place where where Russell was a big influence, particularly early, was just getting the ball moving, getting the team moving, um, and it the, the the ball movement was as good as it has been for the Lakers all season long. Um, on Friday night, LeBron leading the way there with 14 assists, but AD had six, uh, D'Lo had five, Austin Reeves had four. Like everybody was just kind of whipping the ball around. And, you know, they, they look like they're enjoying themselves, which is nice because there has been so much, I don't know, angst around uh, around them. You know, the, the loss on Thursday with uh, guys shorthanded. Uh, Max Christie did not play in this game. Um, so they're waiting on a results from an MRI for him. But it was a nice palate cleanser, particularly, Andy, given that they have three days off before their next game, and the next game is a home game against Detroit.
1: Yeah, and, you know, it's funny. We we talked about this after the Nuggets loss. It was obviously disappointing because they played, they played pretty well considering they didn't have D'Angelo Russell. Christie got hurt during the game. They already didn't have Vanderbilt, Reddish, or you know, Gabe Vincent's been out basically the whole season and, you know, Denver controlled the game, but the Lakers, I think made them work through a lot of it. And there was a lot to, you know, there are not moral victories, particularly where the Lakers are right now. You, you need to win every single game you can, but not every loss is created equally. And the Lakers didn't play badly in that loss, particularly in the second half. So,
0: Particularly, and also, too, when it looked like they were going to get blown out early. And they, right. they they really put themselves back in a position to give, give themselves a reasonable chance to win and went sort of toe-to-toe with Denver until about the last 95
1: seconds of the game when Denver did Denver stuff. Right. So it, it's not surprising to me that they entered this game from the jump with a really good mentality. It was really important for them to get this win because – they gained a full game on the pelicans in the standings. Um they're one of the teams I believe now they're 3 games behind them. They're one of the three teams games behind New Orleans. Uh New Orleans by the way had won 4 games in a row. Uh they are
0: 8 games over 500 which is only good for 7th in the conference right
1: now. Um they also got some good news uh on Gabe uh excuse me, on Cam Reddish tonight. Um from the team reading this from Mike Trudell, sideline reporter for the Lakers. Cam Reddish has been cleared by team doctors to begin an on-court progression and ramp up, with the hopes of returning to gameplay following the NBA All-Star break. That's really big because we don't know when uh, Max Christie is going to be back, and you know that Jared Vanderbilt has so far avoided um, any type of surgery, but he's not completely out of the woods with that. And either way, we have no we have no true idea when he's going to be back they could use reddish. I mean, they could just, oh, yeah, use, for they sure, can, they can use more bodies.
0: And even, you know, the, the, the break will come at a good time for Christie as well. And the Lakers just, you know, have that, that stretch of no games. Um, but you know, Vanderbilt is, is, is not only not out of the woods, he's very much in it. And even if he, even if he avoids surgery, you're still talking likely by the time he, you know, they're going to not, they're not even going to evaluate him for three or four weeks to see if, you know, there's enough healing or whatever they're doing in that foot to 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 see if he can avoid the surgery. But you know, it's a month before they do that. And you know, when you're when you can't use your foot, um, you're not exactly in NBA playing shape. And so you're talking about another week and a half, two weeks. He's gone for a solid month and a half, even if things go well, I think is is a is a reasonable projection there. You know, you mentioned the standings, Andy. Um, it becomes you know, important the Lakers these next couple games. Um, they face the Pistons on uh, Tuesday, and that is a game that you know y- you expect to go three games over 500 for the first time in a little while. Um, and then you close the first half with a game against the Jazz, and the Jazz are a team that is uh, right behind them in the standings. The Lakers can open up a little space between them. And the the very back end of the of the play in um, with a win there, so two really critical games going into the All Star break and a three day uh, gap between games, which is rare. Uh, I'm not pretty sure if people saw it. Um, the you know the a- Anthony Davis looked like a man who could use a couple days off when he was yeah. walking back to the locker room. So yeah, we, um, we've be talked
1: before. I mean, he banged knees with Brandon Ingram during the game at one point. You could tell. He was in some pain. and We've talked before about how, while I think the last few games AD has played very well, I do think he's looked like somebody that the load has caught up with him, just in terms of everything he's been doing on both sides of the ball. So I agree a few days off would be nice. It was also great that this was a game where the Lakers really looked like they were having fun. Mm -hmm. A, because I think they've been missing fun a lot this season. So it's always nice to see it surface. It hasn't been but fun. It's not fun. But also because this was potentially a showcase game, a try to uh, lure you to us game, because Spencer Dinwiddie was in the crowd tonight, sitting yes. with Rob Polinka the entire game. And according to Dan Wojcicki, who covers the Lakers for the LA Times, when the game ended, he went with Polinka. Towards the Lakers locker room. Dinwiddie also was wearing vans during this game, which has some people speculating vans is much more of a California thing than Texas, supposedly the mm-hmm. Lakers and the Mavericks. So if he had been wearing
0: boots, uh and that sign and arrived on a horse, like that Bad would have sign. been Bad I sign. we can we can talk a little bit about it. I mean we don't have to do it, you know, uh Tonight, we can get into it, You know, I guess, for Monday, about whether or not, how excited you are about Dinwiddie and like what he brings. Um, it's one of these, you know, it's it you know, raises the talent level. Certainly, they could use another guard. Um, he doesn't necessarily feel a ton of needs for them, but, you know, talent is talent. Um, I will say, Skylar Mays has proven to be a perfectly useful um, emergency guard. Yeah. And he gave, he gave him some minutes on on uh, Friday that were quality. Gave him some minutes on Thursday that were quality. Now, I do not think uh, you want to be playing him, you know, 27 minutes a game. He's no Torian Prince, but... Um, bam! But... Um, <laughs> that That felt really, really cheap. It was. It was really, really cheap. Torian, by the way, did not... He only played. How much did he play on Friday? 21 minutes. Perfect. I mean, like, yeah. all of this is wildly unfair to Torian Prince, just going out there and trying to play ball. It's yep. not his fault, like, that he be, has become this symbol for everything people hate about Darvin Ham. And I I actually like Torian, and I really shouldn't have said that, but sometimes yeah, you, you just have, have to make the obvious joke. Mm-hmm. Um, It's, uh, you know, he, but he's like, it's, he's a playable guard. Um, so that that's a nice thing to see. And then Jackson Hayes, Andy, um, while the uh, sustained run of f- totally foulless play has ended, he put in another 17 minutes on uh, Friday and only had one foul. And that explains, in part, the eight rebounds and the plus 17 mark, which was second on the team. And if, if Hayes can give them the kind of energy... Um, That he's able to, without picking up 17 fouls a minute, it really does change, you know, both his trajectory for the Lakers, but it also changes what the Lakers can do because he's really
1: outplaying Christian Wood. Yeah, Wood only got three non-garbage time minutes tonight, and honestly, had AD not gotten into foul trouble in the first half, I'm not sure Wood would have played at all. And talked about this before. I don't think you can play both of those guys, Wood and Hayes. I just there's not enough minutes to go around for either of them to really be put in a position to get enough rhythm to succeed. It's it's really not fair to either. And Darvin right now seems to be choosing Hayes, and I, I don't blame him. Hayes has been playing better.
0: Yeah, and it gives them something different. Like they they they're playing. You know, the, the, the defensive in energy, you know, execution, energy, intensity, whatever words you want to use, wasn't quite up to snuff on, on Friday. But the the offensive energy, the 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 moving around, and then the need, you know, what Jackson Hayes is providing you know, in terms of bounce on the offensive glass and just all that stuff. And it's just it's different than what Wood um was doing. It was what they were inclined to go with early in the season. And then Hayes kind of played himself off the floor. Um, Wood played a little better. Then Woods' play has tapered off, and now Hayes is playing better. So, all in all, Andy, a strong night for the Lakers. A good one coming out of the break. Um, Something you know gives them a. Austin Reeves is going to go play golf for a couple days. He said, but everybody else is probably going to be off their feet, getting treatment, all that, getting ready for Tuesday night's game uh, at home against the Pistons um so we'll be back on sunday uh for monday and uh i don't know everybody can feel good about themselves
1: for a night so all of that coming up but first andy we have to tell people this that locked on lakers is brought to you by ebay motors and our partners at ebay motors have teamed up with locked on fantasy basketball host josh lloyd to bring you some of the best fantasy picks each week all season long Whether you're prepping for a daily draft or scouting the waiver wire, every week we're going to provide you with players guaranteed to fit your roster. So let's see who Josh has picked out for us on this week's eBay's guaranteed fit fantasy picks of the week. There's Marvin Bagley III. He -hmm. is now Washington's likely starting center after the Daniel Gafford trade. So he's worth picking up just for the raw numbers. And Benedict Matherin, uh, Buddy Heald, is now in Philly. So that means more minutes for Matherin, who can at times really fill it up. Josh Lloyd from Locked On Fantasy Basketball is going to help you win your fantasy championship, and eBay Motors knows a championship team is about each player being a perfect fit. Same thing with your vehicle, and there's nothing worse than having your car break down in real time. It's happened to me before, and I, I wish i had used eBay Motors back then because I wouldn't have suffered through it. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you can make sure that that ride stays running smoothly they got brake kits they got led headlights they got whatever your baby needs and with the ebay guaranteed fit it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time or your every time you get your money back keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com ebay guaranteed fit only available to u.s customers eligible items only exclusions apply
0: Lockdown Liquors also brought to you by Robinhood. Did you know that even if you have a 401k for retirement, you can still have an IRA? and Robinhood has the only IRA that gives you a 3% boost on every dollar you contribute when you subscribe to Robinhood Gold. But get this, now through April 30th, Robinhood is even boosting every single dollar you transfer in from other retirement accounts with a 3% match. That's right, no cap on the 3% match. Robinhood Gold gets you the most for your retirement thanks to their IRA with a 3% match. This offer is good through April 30th. Get started at Robinhood.com boost. Subscription fees apply, and now for some legal info claim as of Q1 2024 validated by Radius Global Market Research. Investing involves risk, including loss. Limitations apply to IRAs and 401ks. 3% match requires Robinhood Gold for one year from the date of first 3% match. Must keep Robinhood IRA for five years. The 3% matching on transfers is subject to specific terms and conditions. Robinhood IRA is available To U.S. customers in good standing, Robinhood Financial LLC member SIPC is a registered broker-dealer.
1: And we will see everybody on Monday.